to a new RFM 103.7. For the second week in a row, he's backing up for us with Talking Travel, Barry Warwick. Barry, thank you so much for coming in. Week number two, you ready to handle it? Just about. All right. right. (laughs) Now, a couple of topics you want to look at today. One that's very much in the news will be... Travel insurance. Yeah, it is just so important. And a lot of people don't realise how important it is to read. They say, oh, yeah, that'll be right. That'll cover me. Uh, but that's not always the case. And after that, we'll be heading to the central part of Australia. Yep, there's a new attraction there. So we'll cover a little bit about that and talk a little bit about uh, Uluru. All right, lots happening today on Talking Travel with Barry Warwick, our travel guide, subbing for Sally Lucas for the next couple of weeks on 2NURFM. 2NURFM 103.7. As we continue with Talking Travel, our travel guide, Barry Warwick, is with us today. Barry, it's been in the news, so important travel insurance. Are there still a lot of folks that actually come and book holidays that, that you're seeing that that they don't seem to have it on their mind or they think it's not important? Look, most people these days do think it's important and particularly when they're going to America know that they, they have to have travel insurance. Um, but a lot don't take the care with travel insurance that I think that they should. What are some of the things, the pitfalls that we can fall into or some of the things you'd like to see us be more aware of? Look, everyone knows that you need to be covered for uh, your medical, but they don't read the fine print to know what is is or isn't covered uh, in that medical. Most insurance companies, there's about 20 conditions that they will automatically cover, like high blood pressure and diabetes. But sometimes when there's a couple of them put together, they become a real risk and they actually have to be vetted and maybe pay an additional premium for. So number one is when you're asked whether or not you've got a pre-existing illness, you don't actually have to tell the travel consultant that or or the actual condition, Uh, but you have to let them know so that we can tick the right boxes and then you can do an online assessment with most insurance companies where you'll be asked a number of um, things about your condition and they will either add the appropriate premium or alternatively, they'll say, no, we won't cover that. And at least you know that when you're travelling, you're not going to be covered if that's the case. Is that something that you, in your experience, come across a lot? But are there a lot of people that go, well, look, we've tried and there are just certain things that we just can't get coverage for? There, there are a few things, you know, like heart conditions and uh, recent operations that uh, that may not be covered. But there's a lot that can be covered. And it's best that, you know, before you make that commitment to pay out a huge amount on a holiday, um, what you're covered for, and then you can assess the risks of whether you should take that or not. Another thing that is really important is the value of your holiday. Premium goes up the more that you want covered. It's important that you don't just say, oh, look, I'll just take the basic. Yeah. And then when you need to make a claim, find that you're not going to be covered for the, the full amount of your holiday. To give you that peace of mind when you, once you step onto the plane or the ship or whatever it is, that you know that you are most likely going to be okay. That's right. And look, there, there is a, a lot of people wonder why there's an additional premium for cruising in Australian waters. They think, well, I'm covered I'm by... I'm at home, right? <laughs> I'm at home, yeah. But... When you when it comes to you're out to sea and you need to be helicoptered off a ship, that's a really expensive um, little 
thing for the insurance company. Yeah, it's not a, a full tank of petrol, is it? It's a little bit more than that. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, uh, so keep that in mind if you're, whenever you are travelling to have that discussion uh, with your travel agent about the travel insurance side of things. We'll come back with a little bit more of Talking Travel with Barry, Barry Warwick in a minute and we'll be taking a look at something a little bit different happening in the Red Centre at 2NURFM 103.7. 2NURFM 103.7. As we continue with Talking Travel, covering for our travel guide, Sally Lucas, today, Barry Warwick. You'll be here for the next couple of weeks. Barry, you want to take us to the centre of Australia, something happening around Ayers Rock, and I just was pondering while I was thinking of this, I wonder how close to the actual geographical centre of Australia that big hunk of rock is. I think it's pretty close. Uh, and there's, there's actually three really great attractions out there in terms that uh, you've got Mount Connor as well, which is similar to Ayers Rock or the same formation or derived from the same formation. There but you go. It's certainly a wonderful place to visit and I get a really spiritual feeling whenever I'm there. But it's getting new and modern experiences, I guess. Yeah, and I've kind of looking at this, um, this is almost like bringing the Sydney Vivid Light Festival to the outback, but that, that's a pretty close assumption. Well, it is, but you have got a nice opera house to, well, to put the... <laughs> well, the opera house hasn't got his rock either, so, I mean, it's, well, no. it's apples and oranges here. <laughs> That's right. And, look, this latest uh, one is a dinner um, where you see the sunset first and then they have the display above Ayers Rock and it's done with drones and lasers and, by all accounts, it is really quite spectacular and it tells one of the Dreamtime stories. So something well worth, uh, you know, another little... Um, thing on the agenda out in Central Australia. So there's so much to do there. When you think of, of that part of the world, you can probably imagine, stretch your imagination to go, okay, we can put a light display up on the rock, that's probably fine. But then you think of those other layers like having drones in and involved as part yeah. of the mix as well. Like it's really... A really different take. It is. And look, it's not actually shone onto the rock. Okay. It's actually above the rock. Even so it's, it's in the air. See, and they've then, gone that step further, Barry. They, That's what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And look, it's a, a really nice dinner. It's not a cheap experience, but it's something that I think would be definitely spectacular. And look, you've already got the field of lights out there. It's still operating. It was only supposed to be there for, I think, initially six months. And a number of years later, it's still. <laughs> <laughs> it's still as popular as ever. That's a marketing trick, though, for a limited time only, and then it's limited to how many tickets we can sell. <laughs> That's right. They find that it goes on forever. But this new one, apparently you have to book five days in advance. Obviously, it can sell out earlier than that, but it's something to put on your agenda. There's the Sounds of Silence dinner out there. There's a number of different dinners that you could do. I'm, I'm sure that you must be up to about five, but it looks really, really good, and there's so there's a later one uh, that doesn't involve the su the sunset as well, which um, is shorter and a little bit more. Uh, well, it's later in the evening, so it's, it's bedtime. It's like, well, that, that, that's right. But it just has snacks rather than oh, the, the lovely, dinner. Lovely. <laughs> Plenty to see in uh, Central Australia there. We'll come back with a little bit more of Talking Travel and those hot deals next to 2NURFM 103.7. 2NURFM 103.7. We're still here with our travel guide, Barry Warwick, for Talking Travel today, who has been looking at some of the hot deals all around the place, Barry. And uh, where are we going to start with uh, the hot deals today? Look, I thought I'd 
concentrate on the cold country this time. And, uh, well, we're with cold the... here. Let's be somewhere else and be cold as well. <laughs> That's right. Well, the ski season's coming up, but the ski booking season for North America is due um, now. And there's a couple of really good deals on for Panorama Mountain in uh, British Columbia. They've got some accommodation that has 50% off and 50% off the lift passes. So good to get in early. Uh, that's before the 15th of June, you need to book that. Whistler, which is always popular with Australians, uh, booked by 30th of June, and there's uh, up to 40% off some of the accommodation there. Sun Peaks moving into the United States, um, booked by the 31st of August, and you getting 10% off adult lift passes. So not a big thing, but, you know, just something to help you out. Yeah, to and be fair, though, Barry, if it was something, they're the things that you'll be having to get anyway. So, I mean, any time you can get a little bit of a bump, better to have the extra 50 cents in your pocket than somebody else's. Exactly. And ski, uh, lift passes can be expensive. Mm. <laughs> um, and look, Banff, perennial favourite with Australians. Uh, again, booked by the 31st of uh, August, and uh, there's up to 25% off a common and there's also discounted lift passes there. So if you're in the mood for skiing or you're thinking about skiing because of the Australian ski season, just think about North America and start booking now. All right, like you said, our ski season's upon us, but the booking season for the Northern Hemisphere also upon us. That's right. All right, Barry, a great talking travel today. I'm all cold after hearing all of that <laughs> stuff. Mate, you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.